Last time, Ahoy investigated the backyard in which the circus took place, but found it mostly ransacked. He did, however, find a letter of introduction for Jinx to a certain Duchess Van Thamper. Later, Ahoy, who has now dipped his toe into the rogue class, really, really tried his best to buy some thieves' tools for himself and some gifts for his friends. He went into Neverwinter's blue light district, made friends with a guy called Floke, but potentially enemies with a shopkeeper after some bad roles, which resulted in poor social skills and unfortunate miscommunication on part of our favorite wood elf. Dejected, he made his way to the guest house and ser served CD8 breakfast in bed. He reconvened with the Redman and Hedwig, the latter of which had had a vision of Strunmouse during her rest, encouraging her to protect the helpless and providing her with some form of reinforcements in case of emergency. And now we're back and it's early afternoon. And I think, Alex, you said last time you wanted, there was another thing Hedwig wanted to do. I, I wanted to have um, a meeting with the party mm -hmm. to go over inventory. So I have um, notes on the treasure that Hedwig has herself, but I'm not sure what other what everybody else in the party has versus what they want to tell me they have because Hedwig would like to go shopping and will likely need to ask her sister for a loan. Okay. But she so. needs to know how much that loan's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, at some point, all of you are in the, in the guest house again. Um, and so, yeah, the, the floor is yours. All right. Um, so let's meet up. Um, so based on the letter that I just got, um, I need to get some supplies for the trip. But some of these supplies are going to be expensive. So I wanted to see um, what have we gotten through our adventures. I've got here 200 GP crystals and gems. Um I think that's the only thing we can sell. I've got the signet ring from the House of Giants, but I don't I don't want to sell that. This reincarnation dust, I really don't want to sell that. What else have we gotten? Well, uh, I got a coat of friendship. Uh, probably probably priceless, yeah. Uh, I've got a fiddle that I got from Eleanor. Uh, see what else. Oh, I got this this big bloody thing I got out of the The Remoraz, this monstrosity. Why haven't you cleaned that yet? I thought you did. Oh yeah, it, it kind of just—I think it kind of just bleeds every every now and then, of its own of its own devices. I, kind, I think I well, need a clean, new bag. Well, clean it. You, no, you don't need a new bag. Just clean it. Okay, I've, fine. Press digitation. Okay, I should keep it clean for a couple hours. Uh, no, I mean, we, we don't need to pull together gifts or anything, but... I've also got 25 gold to my name, which is all yours should you need it. I, I'm not going to take your money. Oh, I can get more. <laughs> I mean, I don't have much other than just the, the money that I have, but uh, whatever you need, I can help to give. Didn't Ahoy get some loot from those uh... treasure chests where the thank you were? the word was gone? Just some mm -hmm. parchment paper, right? No, there was there was also money. Oh, at some was point, there? 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, I have. Uh, I wrote down that I have 148 gold. Gold, whatever. Gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and CD8 has his 50, but I'd rather not dip into CD8's, um, you know, oh, educational no, no. savings. We have to save for college. No, I wouldn't want to take anything away from CD8. But I mean, whatever I can offer, I'm happy to help. Okay. Well, are there interest-bearing um, accounts in this in this world, Chris? Can we go to the bank? Um, just like a diversified yeah, portfolio investment account. That's all I'm looking for. Preferably not tax liable. We're we're not gonna do <laughs> <Okay>. that. <laughs> just put all my money in. Uh, I don't know, Redman stock. Oh yeah, I, I'm I'm skyrocketing right now. Good. Well, then I guess. Um, so out of game is the 148. Was that your starting gold, or is that the gold you have altogether? All that I, no, that's what I have now. Okay. I wasn't keeping track of like when I started and got. I just like mm-hmm. had like a total, and I just added to it and then removed from it. That makes sense. Okay, no, that totally makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I th- I think I think Ahoy started with something like a hundred gold pieces. So I was gonna say a st- I thought so because a starting with a hundred and forty eight would be pretty high. Um, but that's fine. I tend to separate. So at least the way Hedwig works, that the things that I get throughout the adventure in her mind are shared. Oh, I see. So I, I tend to keep that separate, but I mean, I don't know how. Um, so this could have been an Ahoy decision because there might be someone that's like, hey, I got this alone. I'm not going to share this with anyone because they don't know I have it and they didn't help me get it. So I'm going to keep it. But um, yeah, that's a, just a choice that someone can make. Um of course, the 200 GP crystals were from the Giants. So that is, of course, shared. And you guys were all there when we got it. So um, then anyway, so back in game. So uh, Hedwig says, OK, we have this 200. So we can divide that up um, by three or four. Four, please. You can have my share. <laughs> I Most of the time, I would say... No, but this is kind of an emergency. Yeah, so I know. Which is why I'm, I'm happy to I'll, give it to you. I'll pay you back. I'll pay you back. Sweet. That means she's got to be my friend for longer. <laughs> Did you say that out loud? What? Say what out loud? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so in that case, uh, Hedwig would then give 100 of these crystals and gems or 100 GP worth to Ahoy. So she's got her gold settled out and she's like okay uh i'll need to talk to my sister as soon as she gets back wait what's happening right now i'm so confused is this like in in addition did you get money somehow somewhere in addition to i don't remember anything that's happened (laughs) sorry i just this was a general loot thing and hedwig hedwig needs to buy a diamond worth 500 gold pieces okay and so she's and she does not have 500 on her. So she's trying to find out how much do I have? How much can I borrow? And I'm, I was just confused. Like, why are you now giving us money? Because where did that money come from? Why is there 200 on the table all of a sudden? It's in it. It's on the party inventory. It's stuff that we've gathered during our adventures. And it was in the party inventory. And now she's divvying it out. Oh, I didn't know that was there. Don't don't worry about it. Keep it. 
keep it. I don't, I don't need that's that's whatever. Doesn't matter. Well, I mean, we all got it together, so I wanted to. And together, we're happy to you to to use it. The red man would like to make a religion check. Mm-hmm. What for? For does Hedwig say out loud that she needed it for a diamond? I think that's. I w- I'm also a little confused. Was Ahoy asking me what was going on, or was Rashad? Both. <laughs> Assume it's Ahoy. I mean, <laughs> let's say that would say it was Ahoy. Yeah, just say Hedwig says. Yeah, I need, I need a. Hedwig said in game, I need a diamond worth 500 gold pieces. All right, I'd like to make e- either a religion or arcana check to figure out why a divine magic user would need a diamond worth 500 gold. Okay, sure. Okay, so which would you think is better? The red man is trained in arcana, but it could be a religion thing since it's a divine spell. The- I think it's magic. So, I mean, I yeah, I think arcana is fine. Okay, arcana. I have plus nine to arcana. I rolled a 15, so 24. Yeah, you know, you know I mean... You know that there are many spells that require very, especially high-level ones, that require uh, material components that are quite valuable. Yes, but I'm looking for a particular spell that requires 500 in diamonds. I mean, now I don't know how many spells there are that uh, require 500 GP in diamonds. I I think the diamonds really are... I'm not 100% sure, but I think the diamonds tend to be a mark of um, resurrection-type spells. Okay, then you know that with a 24. Okay. Wait, I'm so confused right now. Like, why do you... Like, in real life, why do you... Wait, what? Uh, Wouldn't Hedwig know why she wants the diamond? Why can't she... She does, but the red man's trying to figure out why she needs... Oh, yeah. I mean, couldn't you just ask her? Okay, but yeah, but I wanted to look like I'm smart and I know what I'm doing. So I'm like, oh, got it. Sorry. Redman's all about showing off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he says, ah, you need it for resurrection magic, don't you? Yes. You're worried one of us is going to die? I'm constantly worried that you're going to die. Aww. Um, but it's for my father. Oh, Oh, oh. Okay, uh, yeah, let's go get you some gold. I mean, you, you don't have to give me extra gold. I, I've got my sister, and she tends to be quite sensible with her money. So, right, and right, my right, family right. as well, once I get to Everland. It's just, okay. I want to use what I have as well. Okay, cool, 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 cool. cool. If it's for well, helping your family, you can have all I have. Oh, you need to get back quick then, right? Yes. Quick, quick. Okay. There must be some sort of magical solution to this. And with that, the red man runs out the room. (laughs) (laughs) So the red man has ran out of the building and he's running straight towards you know where. With an idea in mind. So uh, you're you're running through the uh, streets of Neverwinter. um, And where to? I'm heading back to the teleportation fields. Mm, all right. So you make your way to the teleportation fields. I don't know if you were you were you somewhat finished with the uh, tallying up of the gold coins. Sorry. Yeah, I guess Hedwig is aware that I guess um, that if Lulu doesn't have enough money to give her, that her party is willing to 
lend her the money. And I said, under normal circumstances, if it was just for food or shelter, she wouldn't take it. But since it's her father's life on the line, she'll take anything from a somewhat trustworthy source. She wouldn't go to a loan shark, per se. (laughs) How much do you have in total after our pledges to give you? I have more than way more than enough. So I started with 135 and I haven't at least I have no minuses to that. There was the 200 GP that you said you were all willing to lend me. And so based on what your gold count is and the red man's, I would have enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So the the red man runs off to teleportation travel. And I mean, you you know where it is. You've been there a few times before. And when you get there, you... I'm assuming they haven't fixed the hole that blew in the fence. <laughs> First of all, please... Uh... Oh, no, wait a second. That's my job. One second. Uh, no, no, it's your job. Yeah. Uh, please roll a D100 for me. All right. As you're making your way through the streets of Neverwinter. Okay. Got my two dice here. Uh, 77. Okay. Totally fine. Nothing happens. Um, so you make your way through the uh, crowded streets of Neverwinter. You're drawing a few looks because you're wearing a Jester's outfit and running are just running through the streets. Um, and I'm loudly singing the William Tell Overture as I run through the streets. <laughs> uh, drawing even more, <laughs> more confused faces. What is what is this guy doing? Um, and it is, it has been two days since you blew off the front gate, uh, and you come there and it has been somewhat, it it has not been like closed off because the front gate was just like, you know, it's it's a pretty heavy thing, but there is a, there is just this, uh, like little chain across with a, with a, with a with a like like a sign no trespassing okay are there any people around i mean it's not as busy of a street but there are definitely some people just walking around yeah it's like the middle of the day so i'm going to put on uh, an air of someone who's exactly where he's supposed to be it's like Mm -hmm. i i work here of course i'm supposed to be here do 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 do, pop under the chain do, do 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 into the building Make a performance check. All right. My performance is plus six. I got four. So, ten. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's ten. I think that was kind of the DC that I set in my... It's like it's like not a high check. Like, most people don't care. Like, nobody is... If it, if it had been a different place, maybe people would have cared more. But... It's just teleportation travel. Who cares? Nobody's teleporting these days anyway. So you're now on the vicinity of like the the uh, the area of teleportation travel. What are you doing? I'm looking for their offices where the mages who would work here and the managers would work. I'm looking for their offices because I'm looking for any of the notes or sigil code books that would contain the sigil locations for all the teleportation circles in Faerun because I want to try my hand at teleportation. Okay. 
Um, so you you look around, and you see you see a few buildings, um, and uh, I mean, you see a building. <laughs> so you see a building, and you know that must be the the office. So you you f you find it locked, um, but you know I'm sure you'll fi find a way. How how does the red man find a way inside? Does it look like? It's a guarded place. Do we see any activity inside? No, it's a co it's completely deserted. Okay, I'm entire. going to melt the lock. Okay. With uh, with like firebolt. Just a firebolt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can just do that. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. So you melt the lock and you step inside. Yeah. Look around. Do, do. Mm -hmm. Make an investigation check, please. Burden. Burden. Okay, 17 plus 9, 26. All right. So as you are walking along the uh, the uh, office of the teleportation travel Neverwinter branch, you find a how-to manual explaining how teleportation through sigils work. Uh, and the way it works, the way I've thought about it is that there are different types of teleportation circles there are the ones that come from you know different institutions such as different temples or of, of like specific deities or you know companies like teleportation travel that have their own sort of privatized uh teleportation circles um they they can be uh, linked so with with as long as there is an agreement between two parties um let's say teleportation travel can um can teleport to different circles that don't belong to them say like temple of this specific deity in this city if they have an agreement that works uh, but for that to work you have to kind of make the right sequence of the sigils um and the way it works is also that they're depending on where you are you basically each part has like an area code and then depending on which area you are in then you know each different sigil is for a different circle and with that high of an investigation check you find this how-to manual just explaining the basics um and you look around and some really, really stu like <laughs> some bureaucrat definitely took took the measures of guarding their the company's secrets and s sent uh, a lot of books to back to headquarters in Waterdeep. But you do find uh, a few sigil sequences, two ones that you. No one you know that is in Neverwinter, one you know that is in Baldur's Gate, and you also find on kind of a dis you go through like tr like paper trash and stuff like that that has just been left in the bins because nobody cares about these things. Somebody took took the care to, um, you know, t take the manual like the 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 company secrets with them to to be sure that they are safe in the in like headquarters but nobody cared to throw the trash i guess uh and you do find a piece of paper in which an 
there is an area code for the Silver Marshes, which is the area that Avalon is in. So if you're lucky, you will be able to teleport right to Avalon, or at least, at the very least, in the general area. And that would save a couple of weeks of travel over land, right? Yes, absolutely. And I found, so I found one for Silver Marches, I found one for Baldur's Gate, and I found one for Neverwinter, right? Yes, you have the exact sequences for the ones for Neverwinter and Baldur's Gate, but the way it, the paper was torn up, you don't know where they lead to. And the the way that other piece of paper was torn up, you know that this sigil code, or rather the beginning of it, leads to the Silver Marches. But the, the last sigil is just, you know, torn up like a little bit. So you would have to uh, guess, which in game terms means you will have to roll a d8. I have eight locations prepared. And yeah, then you can teleport to the Silver Marches. All right. And I would save uh, Hedwig weeks of overland travel to get to her family. Yes. And a lot of stress. And a lot of stress. All right. Like, Eureka! He shouts. And uh, then he he slowly like backs out of the room. Boom! Out the door. Okay. And um, where do you go next? Well, I've got what I wanted. I'm gonna okay. Like make my way back out of the teleportation fields, provided nobody stops me or attacks me, and uh, make my way back and share the good news with my friends. All right, so you come back to the uh, to the guest house. Hey guys, I got a great idea. How long has he been gone? Mm, probably for about an hour and a half. I'm assuming you like if you're not there, I'll find you in town somewhere. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to think of what she's. I'm packing, organizing, packing, figuring stuff out. So, okay. Now, I know we all love teleportation. And I know we had a bit of a mishap with the last time, but that's because someone incompetent was in control. So how about we try it again, but this time with me in control? Look, look what I found. I show them my uh, papers of teleportation sigils. I found teleportation sequences for Neverwinter, Baldur's Gate, and... The silver marches. I can cut weeks of travel off our journey. Weeks. You could be home tomorrow. You could be home today, technically. You could be home today, technically. Thank you, God. No worries. (laughs) (laughs) That would be incredibly helpful. Yeah. Now, I do need to be honest and open. I did steal these. But to be also honest and open, that company did you know close down, so you know it's fair game, and they owe us a refund. Anyway, so I figured this is fair game. Uh, also, the silver marches. The last sigil is a little marsh bit... marshes marshes. The last sigil for the silver marshes is a little bit skewed, so it. Will bring us to the Silver Marshes, but I don't know where. There's a possibility it could be, yeah, one uh, carry the six, uh, possibly eight different locations within the Silver Marshes, but it's 
still weeks ahead of time. As long as it's not a volcano or something. I don't know. Are there any volcanoes down there? Nope. Well, great. It's not. I guarantee it's not inside a volcano then. <laughs> and once we're in the area, I think I'll be able to find my way. Uh, oh, I need to go out do a little bit of shopping for my components pouch to get some stuff for this particular spell. Which also costs 50 GP. Yes, yes, it just does. Just so you know. So I think you would probably... You have. You just said you have 25. I have 25, so we need to go find a way of making 25 gold uh, out on the streets. Gold's quite a lot. You can take your 25 gold pieces worth of crystals here. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, I'm going to go shopping. Hey, ahoy. You want to help me with my shopping? Um, how about I send CD8? I'm not the best uh, person. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, CD8, let's go shopping. All right. I mean, yeah, definitely for the components, you you need gems worth 50 GP, I think, as well. I need and rare we chalks can... and inks infused yeah. with precious gems. So I'd find this from oh, any type of magical uh, booksmith. So as a, yeah. a well, we wizard. Have the gems. We have gems, but I need uh, rare chalks and inks infused with precious gems, yeah. uh, which the spell would consume. So I'd find this from any type of uh, magical smith or um, magic bookstore. So as a wizard, I would have frequented places like this a lot to fill out my spell book when I was uh, younger and when I was studying. So this is something the Red Man is quite proficient at. Off to the magical bookstore! <laughs> All right. Uh, do, do we want another shopping scene? <laughs> we don't need to do that, no. Okay. The, the red man should be able to get these uh, components fairly easily. Yeah, uh, because, also because you have enough money. <laughs> I have enough money, and also I have a giant spider who's who's going to mess with me when I've got a giant spider walking around with me. So you, so um, the red man and CD8 go on a little shopping trip. What do Ahoy and Hedwig do in the meantime? I think Hedwig's probably packing. Is there anything specific you would like to do before leaving the city, uh, Ahoy? So I need to talk to my spider network one more time and sure. kind of lean over and talk to them or find, you know, an emissary <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yes. reach out and be like, okay, guys, so there's this gnome at this store that I want you to, uh, who did me wrong, and we need to exact some sort of revenge onto him. So nothing big, nothing small. I just want you to make his life a little bit more annoying every single day. Her life. Or her life. I think she was female. Make her life a little bit annoying every day. Just give her little spider bites all over her legs every every time she sleeps. Um, make sure that <laughs> well, the rest of her every life. single day, yes, <laughs> she'll be sorry that she messed with us. Um, try your best to, um, I don't know, inject some uh, what are they, venom into her soup. Just a little bit enough to like make her nauseous every time she eats. I don't want her to live a comfortable <laughs> day of her life for the rest of her her days. Oh my god! For that, all that for seven gold pieces difference. Um, you should just like have them like bring the all the rats back and even. That's more. what I was trying to do, but how do you do that without actually killing the spiders? Because I don't want the spiders to actually get hurt in the process. 
That's true. I mean, there's also like there's different sizes of spiders, right? So there are like mm-hmm. uh, you know flying huntsmen versus like little tiny spiders. So you kind of freak her out every once in a while. Um, oh, especially the flying exactly. Huntsmen. She can hear her moving around. Yeah, or not the flying the yeah, just the, the huntsmen, huntsmen spiders. spiders. And then um, yeah. yeah, or you can kind of come down on a web every once in a while and just like appear in front of her face as she's waking up in the morning. Uh, just you know, make spiders. A uh, persistence, existence, and nuisance in her life. Mm, I'm gonna say make a make a perse- make a persuasion check with advantage for my own spider network. They're spies. They're not operatives. Cool. That like they're friends. Attack people. Okay, uh, persuasion. Yeah, it's gonna be an easy check. Uh, I rolled a, f- uh, a three and then a one, <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, they don't do it apparently. <laughs> they they just look at you. Are you sure? That's that's kind of harsh for the rest of her life. Fine for the next year. <laughs> All right, <laughs> they do that. Cool. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. Um, All right, so it gets later in the day now. It is um, mid afternoon. There is a cur- There's going to be a curfew at some point. And just as a reminder, um, at sundown, which is going to be in about, let's say it's like 4 p.m. and it's at 8.30, the sun is down. So you have four and a half hours still. Um, The Red Man and CD8 have had a jolly good time uh, shopping. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, That's that's my favorite subplot at the moment, the Red Man and uh, CD8's budding friendship. it's not even budding. It's full, yeah, fully bloomed. Yeah. We're best buds. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, now all all it takes is, I suppose, you, you know, you know, Hedwig, that Lulu is, her shift ends at, yeah, at, at four as well. Okay. So um, she is going to probably like seek you out sh- okay. shortly. Yeah, I think after Hedwig packed and repacked and repacked and repacked, uh, she probably just started pacing and is like wearing a little trivet into the floor, <laughs> just walking back and forth, waiting for her sister to come back. And yeah, it takes a little bit longer um, and she comes to you fully, fully like she has, she, uh, I mean, you don't know that, but she has showered, she has not showered, <laughs> but she has cleaned herself. She has uh, to t- um, change her clothes. It's, she's eaten and now she's uh, coming over and just checking in on you. And so you hear a knock on the door. Okay. Uh, come in. Surprise, surprising everyone. It's Lulu. Oh my <laughs> God, who thought? Um, mm. Yeah, and it's, it's Lulu there and... Yeah, she she just looks at you and says, hey, "Did you did you get my letter, or rather, mother's letter?" Does she look down into the floor and <laughs> and realize that yes, she has? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I guess you have. Yes, you you look worried. Uh, incredibly, um, my party member, the red man, he yeah. has he can teleport us to the silver marshes. He can teleport. So he says, um, but yeah, so that's a way that to get us there a little bit faster. I don't know what else you need to do. 
I also might need to borrow some gold. Um, and the first thing I need to do is go to the uh, gem dealer in Everland when we get there. Yeah, easy. I have savings. I, let me just get my stuff. I already uh, asked... I, I already spoke to uh, the captain that's been, you know, for pressing matters. Mm-hmm. I, I need to I need to leave, um, which, you know, is a shame. But for now, for now, I need to I need to. Uh, there, there are more important things than keeping a job. Um, but yeah, it's great that, that how so we're, we're not going to we don't have to travel for like weeks is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and we should we know the Silver Marsh as well enough that we could orient ourselves once we get there. Absolutely. So I think we could definitely shorten the trip, like to mm-hmm. a, a day or two. Yeah. Um, so because of that, I I mean, obviously, Dad is more important than your job. But if there's something we can help with to smooth things over, we do have a little bit more time. I mean. The captain definitely wasn't happy that I just quit out of nowhere. But did she quit? Yeah, you can't. You don't have like paid leave. There's no bereavement leave. What kind of employment plan is this? <laughs> well, it's not exactly the 21st century. She should have quit a long time ago. Should unionize. <laughs> <laughs> no job has bereavement leave in this world. Maybe, maybe a few. Maybe like there are some good, few good employers out there, but most of them. That's not an excuse. <laughs> It's very true. Um, Hedwig, please make an insight check with advantage. Okay. Because because you're you're there's something about your sister. Okay. And you know, like all of her tells. Yeah. I got the higher I got is the fifteen plus nine twenty four. Yeah, easy. Uh, you see that there is something that worries her that she's that you know there's all of this thing going on with with your father and everything but there's there it seems like there's something else because as you looked at her you saw that you know she she was like frowning and was very worried and as you mentioned the teleportation a lot of that went away but not all of it so you know that your sister is also thinking about something else and so i guess i'd look at her and say lulu What's going on? You can talk to me. I don't know. It's just, you know, with 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 dad and everything. It's it's just it's a lot. But also, I feel like, you know, I'm I'm kind of. It's a weird time to be leaving. There's a lot of things going on that are weird. I just heard that the um, uh, the king's advisor is gonna be tried tomorrow, and. He always seemed like a he does he is he's being tried for treason and he does not seem like the kind of person who commits treason, but I suppose you never know. It's just I don't know. I've just gotten maybe maybe it's a good thing that I'm quitting. You know, they don't give me bereavement leave or anything, so that's not a good sign. But also other things um that are just I don't know, that have just been rubbing me the wrong way. And maybe now now that I've made the decision, now that I have I have told them that I'm leaving, maybe I'm just I'm just feeling unexpectedly how how big of a weight is lifted off my shoulders with that decision. I mean, if you feel better leaving then then that's probably all the better. But if there's anything 
that's keeping you here that we can help you with. Just say so. I mean, of course, we always have home to go back to. So you'll always be welcome there. Yeah, you know, I've it's just been different ever since ever since the king died and it was great working for him and like you know, watching over his daughter and ever since Maria took over the regent and and you know, I I don't see Frina anymore. I just Ferran is is he's just very different. I'm not that comfortable with him. Um, and I don't know, I think with, with, with the king gone, Frina doesn't have that many people anymore and she's, yeah, I don't know how she's doing. I would just love to check in with her before I leave, if that's possible. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good idea. There's a lot, I mean, obviously there's tons of strange stuff going on. I'm not comfortable with any of it. But to a certain extent, I'm worried they were so okay with letting you go. I know how hard of a worker you are. I know how reliable you are. It doesn't make sense that they wouldn't say something or give you any type of leeway. Yeah, she she didn't even put up a fight. That was kind of disappointing after all of the good work I've done. It's true. <sighs> so, yeah, I'm Suspicious. I'm going to be... Um, I guess I'm going to be uh, packing and um, I don't know, should we, should we maybe, how does this teleportation work? Do we need to be somewhere specific or? I'll need to ask the red man that. I'm okay. not entirely sure where we need to be. He just mm. said he needed sigils for where we needed to go. Mm -hmm. But I think he, I think he can just make his own teleportation circle. Yep. Damn. Wow. Am I in the room, Magic. by the way? Is Ahoy in the room? Can and part of this conversation or not? What would you say, Hedwig? <laughs> would you would you have would you have asked Ahoy to leave when it once No, I wouldn't okay. have asked him to leave. I think at this point, since it seems like we're traveling together, I feel like this mm. would be this conversation would be relevant to him. Okay, cool. Then you're definitely in the room. Cool. Then uh, I ooh. Okay, that, that's it. That's all I wanted to know. Because I want to know what information I know. Because that's mm -hmm. just... Once her sister leaves, yeah. I want to talk to Hedwig, essentially. Cool. Yeah, and Lulu tells you, okay, I think it's weird. This is my last my last day. Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to be packing my things. Maybe we can just leave tomorrow. Maybe we can check in with Frina. It's, she's, she's in a... Yeah, she's in a place not too far from Neverwinter, so we could just get there in, in like an hour or so. Oh, okay. And then if if we can just go from where wherever, then it's weird to think that I, we're going to be here in the morning and next thing we know, we're going to be home. It's so strange, but, well, magic. Yeah. <laughs> Did someone say magic? As I... <laughs> <laughs> As I moonwalk into the room, <laughs> I've been outside for like ten minutes, just waiting for the perfect moment to come in. And you've definitely chosen it. That's that's she. Uh, Lulu comes up and gives you a hug, uh, and says, "Thank you for for helping us. This really, this this helps a lot." Oh, anything for a family. I mean, not my family, but anybody's family. 
So just anyone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's that's very nice of you, and um, yeah, I I can't wait to to yeah be home, and so I think I'm gonna spend spend tonight just saying goodbye to a few people um, with with you know with the changes in the in the last few months. A lot of my old companions have have left the service, but there are still a few people among the guards that I call friends. So I think I'm just gonna um, yeah talk to him talk to them for for a bit and uh yeah I'll, i'll see you first thing in the morning is that right yeah of course but be careful i'm just starting not to trust anyone around here yeah i will um i'm not gonna talk to them about certain things absolutely okay and uh, yeah she uh, she makes her way to her uh uh yeah to her barracks Well, let me guess this right. She's gonna be a, she's gonna be gone all day. Like we can't leave today. Then is that what we're leaving in the morning? Or well, he did say it was getting close to curfew when she finishes her shift. So she uh, just finished her shift okay. now. So it's almost curfew time. Mm -hmm. So I think we can have one last evening here, hanging out in Neverwinter. Let's go out and paint the town red. <laughs> sure. Oh wait, curfew, curfew. Right, 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 right. Oh, so lame. <laughs> <laughs> if we can teleport, maybe there's a better party scene in one of the other cities. I do know how to get to Baldur's Gate. I hear that's a real party town. Cults everywhere. Is that your idea of a party? Uh... <laughs> no question mark? <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I mean... But what if you guys? Wouldn't it be great as a cleric if you met up with a bunch of other clerics of different gods and discussed all the great things about your gods? It's just like that, except lots more violence. Yeah, the the violence is the the bad part. Ah, okay. All That's right, the right. not party part. Ah, okay, okay, cool, cool. Okay, okay. non party parties. Okay. I mean, I know a few people who could show us around Baldur's Gate. We could have some fun there. Cool. <laughs> I mean, maybe I, after I we go to the Silver Marshes. I mean, we're not doing anything tonight, right? <laughs> <laughs> How hard is it to draw a teleportation circle? Oh, and you can draw a teleportation circle, right? Of course. It takes me one minute to cast. I draw the sigils on the ground using my rare chalks and inks, and Uh, it look it uh, input the sigil sequence and it links me to a permanent teleportation circle in that area or of that exact sigil sequence. If I want to create a permanent circle, I would need to cast the same spell at the same spot for a whole day or for a whole year, every day for yeah. one year to create a permanent circle. So this is just like a quick one way boom and we're there. And if we want to leave, we have to boom again. Does does that mean you have to use buy another set of chalks every time, or how many uses can you get from a whatever you bought today? Um, I it is a high level spell, so I'd probably um to not abuse it, I would probably have to buy it each time. Each time, rare chalks yeah. and inks worth fifty gold, and I only had twenty five, and you gave me twenty five, so I spent fifty gold. So next time we come into some money i might stock up in a few more times 
Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's like if you did Revival Five with the uh, with the <laughs> like diamond worth three hundred GP, that's a one time use thing, and afterwards the the diamond is worthless. So I mm -hmm. I think like you know those other material. I mean, that's how magic works, right? With material yeah. components, it literally consumes them. So yeah, which is why all wizards start off with a component pouch, which usually has a lot of stuff that we need for basic spells. But more powerful spells like this, I'd need to actually have the materials to go out and buy them. Well, I mean, if it means having a night out at Baldur's Gate, I'll fund us to go down on a trip <laughs> for the night and come back. I need to work on some social skills. Maybe you can teach me some a thing or two, Red Man. <laughs> you can go out on the night, go out on the town. Ah, uh, th those sound like hilarious. I don't think we'd throw a major kick in Chris's plans, though. So, I mean, you can, you definitely can do that. That's fine. I want to rescue this princess during today's session. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that, that doesn't mean that uh, that partying and ball of skate is off the table for the future. Oh, for the future? No, it's definitely something that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also, maybe not the right thing to do when, whilst Hedwig is just incredibly anxious about her father's health and life i mean ahoy doesn't really know. know this just because his social skills aren't he doesn't really realize that it's inappropriate <laughs> to just go party <laughs> i feel like it's so weird to imagine ahoy as someone like would ahoy party but maybe that's part of his character development <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna be the person who's like in nightclubs every weekend <laughs> now uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, so how do you spend the evening? Oh, first thing I have to ask, uh, Hedwig, um, mm. if, I mean, it seemed that Lulu was working for some Sadie characters. Should I send some peop some some of my spider friends to go look around and just keep an eye on them just to see what's going on? Get my report? Is that something that you think I should do? I didn't want to you know, reveal to your sister that I have this network going on around the city, but I wanted to ask you if you think that would be something I should do. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with you keeping your secrets, but I think there's some stuff going on that she doesn't even know. So I think the more information we can get, the better. All right. So I'll just ask the spiders to go and uh, check out, check out on these people or keep an eye on them. So on, on who specifically? Like the princess and where she's being kept. Oh, she, he, Ahoy knows that. No, the, uh, the bosses that, uh, Lulu was working for that kind of she was suspicious suspicious about so the, captain, the captain yeah. and then whoever was also putting to trial or accusing or prosecuting the advisor, advisor yeah. whoever that was yeah it's kind of these shady figures I mean you've also that was another one of the three questions that you asked your spider network um, about the regent's guard and you know that they have been causing some trouble in the city so um, it's not it, it's not an 100 an overlap with the captain of the uh, of the royal guard but uh you know uh but yeah you could definitely uh yeah do that okay sure. so i can tell hedwig that i know that the royal guard is i mean she would know that as well right so not there would be nothing specific so i guess we'd look for more specific information i mean like i just something to offer i can look we can try to look for more specific information but also you're leaving in the morning so yeah well, I mean, sow the seeds for the future, informant information. So, so the, you you want you want the um you want the spider network to collect information until you're back. Yeah, gives them more cool. time as well. Yeah. So if we do come back, yeah. Yeah. So you contact your network and 
let them know about their long-term assignment of just intelligence on top of torturing this gnome yeah of course that's that's definitely top priority so nothing nothing special planned for tonight nope the red man's gonna review his sigils he's gonna take out a rusty old pair of spectacles put on his his nose and go over them he -hmm. wants to make sure he gets this right you know preparation is the best part of his being prepared for a show is all is as important as the show itself so I think Hedwig may pray slash meditate for mm-hmm. the evening. She needs to calm herself down, refocus, and find find her strength. Yeah. I mean, CD8 and I are just, you know, go for a stroll. Uh, it's curfew. <laughs> I mean, on top, on the roof. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like that's going to stop. <laughs> on the roof of this, in within the palace, vicinity or just in the in the whatever is not going to lead us astray because i feel like i do that enough recently so okay (laughs) (laughs) i would i would love to go around town but i feel like that's going to lead to trouble so probably depending on how well you're hiding (laughs) how stealthy you are but um okay so you you just you're in in true ahoy and cd8 fashion you're chilling on the uh on the roof uh really nice it's kind of a warm summer evening you know it's it's one of the first days in the year where it's this nice thing where even right after sundown it's warm enough that you in in modern day parlance you still can't go out with a t-shirt oh we still have to start our spider language lessons so i can start teaching them how to speak spider language by the way yeah so that would be so cool over time, hopefully, they would learn more and more so they can communicate as well with CD8. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. <laughs> would they have to roll right. like intelligence checks or something to see if they actually remember the lessons? Yeah, eventually. Like, you know, it, it would be something that you'd you'd say, like, okay, I'm teaching them like every, not every, maybe not literally every opportunity that there is, but, you know, just over time, maybe not every day, but. I know it has to be intensive, of course, you know. It's just like block off 30 minutes a day, have our little lesson. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can definitely do that. You can just say like from now on you do that and then every once in a while you can ask and then I'm gonna, yeah, the other two have to roll like intelligence uh, checks. I mean, if they're willing, I have to ask them, right? Oh, we're definitely willing. Yeah. Are you guys willing? Yeah. I mean, I guess Hedwig yeah. and Redman. All right, let's do it every day. Do <laughs> like a little 30 minute spider language lesson. Okay, nice. <laughs> All right, so the night passes exactly. without incident, I assume? Yeah, 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 you're... All right, the red man gets up early the next day. He's really excited. Mm-hmm. Maybe like, okay, we need, we need breakfast. Gotta go find mm-hmm. some breakfast. I mean, yeah. you, you. There is a basic breakfast provided, but uh, if you want something special, you can definitely try to find that in the city. I'll take the basic breakfast first. Then go try and find something special. Okay. So breakfast time arrives and Lulu's there with, uh, you know, just her stuff uh, and has breakfast with you. And uh, yeah, as as uh, as they're talking, uh, as, as you're like just munching down on some, I don't know, oatmeal or whatever, um, you're, you, um, yeah, she, she's like asking you. So... So we're going outside the city first and then 
and then we're doing the the thing she looks at uh, especially you red man yes nice I have I've I've never I've never teleported. Oh, even though you live in a city with a teleportation company? Yeah, you know, it's uh you got to be able to afford that. Mm. And I never could. Now, this is the I've worked jobs before, but you know, sometimes traveling over land is also nice. You see you see more of the landscape and the people. And but the, this I I've mostly been working in Everland. This is my first job away from home. So uh, I came. I came here uh, overland, and that that took a little bit, but that was fine. Um, yeah, surpri- surprisingly safe journey. I hear that has changed now, but uh, you know the roads aren't as safe as the as they were for a little bit. But oh, where okay. we're going, baby, we don't need roads. Yes, that's, that's very exciting. I'm not gonna lie. She and she she looks genuinely happy about that. Like, oh, no, no weeks on saddle in sentence in the saddle. That's it's a great relief and just waiting. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you br- finish your breakfast and Lulu leads you to the quickest way out of the town. And you're just walking along, walking along. Can I cast Pass see... Without Trace so no one sees us? Uh, Sure. Oh no! Never mind. That's so a level can't... two spell. Nope. Never mind. Not wasting yeah. a level two spell slot right. on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you also don't. You're not like sneaking around. You can just like exit the okay. town. It's fine. Yeah. Um. So you ma- you just make your way out of town. Uh. I mean, maybe maybe you know, depending on how you wanna do this with with the monastery, but. Yeah. So you make your way to that monastery. You can see it from further in the distance. It's, you're just moving through farmland. Um, a few trees here and there, but nothing too foresty either. Um, yeah, you uh, you can you can see the uh, monastery coming closer and closer and closer. And um, yeah, uh, Lulu just says, "Yeah, you know, I, I haven't seen Frina in in months, many many months." So I'm just I'm just curious how she's doing. Um, and then, then we can just, uh, yeah, we can we can totally just uh, leave after that. Okay. So you walk up to the door. Does it look like there's a gate? Is it guarded? Is there anyone like a perimeter patrol or anything like that? Yeah. So so you make your way to the uh, to the uh, building. You can see uh, you can see it. It's it's not too big. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a, a road, like a like a well trodden path, that going there. There are actually quite a few people who are going the other way, um, who you know seem they have some very like intense looks about them, uh, like they're processing things. And can I make an insight check to try and see what the expression on their face is about? Sure. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think I'm gonna do that too. Plus two, eleven. Mm-hmm. Insight check. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. Ten plus nine, nineteen. Mm-hmm. Two plus ten, twelve. Everybody got better than me. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's difficult to read uh, the expressions for you, Radman and Ahoy, 
uh, you, Hedwig, kind of can see that they're just they're just ruminating about something that you know um, that uh, you know a lot of them seem kind of lost in thought in a way. Okay. Uh, one person even kind of is so lost in thought that they uh, just almost fall over something that was just laying by the wayside that was clearly there, but they just didn't see it because they were just so preoccupied mm -hmm. with their thoughts. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna, I wasn't gonna ask my spiders what's going on, the layout of the place, uh, because they've already been here checking on in on the mm. princess regularly. So we should kind of get a sense of how many rooms there are, how many people are there are regularly, like the whole spatial awareness of the place so that we know what we're getting into. Mm. I mean, your the, your question was whether like how how she like whether she was there against her own will. Um, I would say the the information that you get from your spider network is that there are guards. Um, that there is also kind of a garrison nearby that has ne not necessarily something to do with this here, but it's it's just a thing. Uh, that's where the guards the guards don't sleep here or anything. They don't live in the monastery. Um, that's for the priests and the yeah, the other people. Uh, you know, there there's a there's a head priest and a few other. I don't even know how how you'd call that. Um, brothers, I th I think is that mm -hmm. the thing. I don't know. What god is this temple? Uh, Two. Dedicated to, yeah. Dedicated. Or <laughs> <laughs> um, does it matter? I mean, you don't know. I mean, how, how would you... I mean, okay, so you, you can maybe just ask Lulu that. Um, uh, and Lulu says, oh, this, this monastery was is actually quite new. It, it didn't exist a few years ago. Um, I think it's, it's one of these um, Twilight people um, you know, this like new order that that just came as a consequence of the infestation. Um, so yeah, they're doing that. I think I don't know. They're they're caring for people who are infested. They they're doing some services there. And yeah, I don't know. I've I've heard uh, some good things about Gren, who's in charge of of the who's the priest there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've never seen it myself, but. Yeah, not suspicious at all. Let's go inside," says the person who's in a cold. Uh, Before we do that, would it make more <laughs> sense to? I mean, we know we're going into a dangerous situation. I mean, I think go in as parishioners first, get a layout of the place, get a scope of what's going on, find where we're allowed to go, where we're not allowed to go, and then find a way to get into the place we're not allowed to go. Sounds good. Okay, so as you make your way up, it's a little bit on a. Uh, not a hill. It's not a very high hill, but there, there's just like a little bit of a steepness. Um, and yeah, there, there is the, there's a front entrance with two guards, uh, like one on either side of the doors. Um, yeah, yeah. So you're, 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 you know, making your way to the, uh, to the, a monastery. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Casually walk up. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Walking right up to the guards, walking up to the door. No one's gonna stop me. I'm gonna walk right in. No, 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 no. You're not gonna be able to walk in. Um, 
they they just look at you and say, "Hold there, what what's your business here?" No, we want to go inside. Uh, service ended half an hour ago. Oh, a little bit late. Oh man! Oh, is the priest still here? I, I, yeah, of course. Oh, great! Oh, perfect! Great! And I start walking in to talk to the priest. Do, 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 do. No, no, no! You can't. They kind of they have spears in hands and they kind of kind of. Oh, know, oh, what's wrong? Right? You said the priest was still here. Yeah, you want to talk to him? We can get him for you. No, no worries. Okay, yeah, you guys go in and get him, and uh, I'll wait here. Yeah, for sure. They knock on the door, and there's like a little thing that opens when you see, uh, you know, a pair of eyes. It's like, hey, you want to get me to get the priest? I did. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see another person just leave. Damn it! I, I snooped back to the group and like, damn it! I was hoping they'd leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, let's see what happens. Um, my question is, where is the tower? You can see that she's in the tower. Is she not in a tower or something? Uh, no. I don't know. <laughs> that is the classic uh, princess needs to be rescued trope. Uh, no, there is no tower. Yeah, it's it's not a big thing. It's it's it has like different. There is like a I don't know. Like how would you know? There is no tower or anything. It's it's uh, there is like a, the central part that is kind of. Um, that you're in front of now that is a little bit taller than the rest that has like some nice windows and everything um that has you know seems like maybe where the uh service would take place and then there are a few other rooms mostly to the left of it where presumably you know there's you know people need to eat there's a kitchen there's storage area probably so you, you don't have a layout prepared i have a layout prepared well, we should know the layout because of the spiders, right? We should know exactly where she's being held. We should know where the chapel is, where the priest's residence is, where the, the as you said, the kitchen and all that mm. stuff is. Mm, I don't know. It's. I feel like that's that's something you should have kind of asked your your spider network about specifically because you asked them just whether the princess was held there against her will like not necessarily all the you didn't ask them to gather intel about the place okay, but then at the very least no? we should know where she is then where she's where she is in relation to the the building because they have to go see her right because i could be able to ask. uh yeah for sure they they she was mostly seen to the very left of it which is also the kind of um office if you, if you will of of the um of the main priest. I want to look at uh, Lulu and uh, like uh, see if she wants to take the lead on the the thing here. Since she was an official guard member, she maybe she can throw yeah. her weight around since she was the princess's uh, keeper for a while. Yeah, maybe maybe that's that's not a bad idea. I can just, you know, I mean, that's what we're here for, right? We, we just want to see her and I just want to talk to her and see how she's doing. And so eventually... Uh, you guys all kind of, I don't know, stay back a little bit. <clears throat> uh, and this person comes out um, who who is kind of, uh, I don't know, just, just maybe a little bit on the smaller side, a male a high elf. And um, and he, he wears these uh, gray robes uh, with a sigil uh on in in on his like on the chest area of 
of basically ha- the left half of it is basically a half of a sun and the right half of it is a uh, a waning moon and a few stars have we seen this sigil anywhere before no you ha- you uh, maybe 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 you've seen certain people in in neverwinter just wear it but uh it's not too common um yeah and he steps outside and says oh welcome what uh i i'm i'm afraid that the service has just ended um but is there anything else i can do for you uh otherwise you know um you could come back tomorrow a little bit earlier and then then we can just uh you know talk talk about things um and then lulu just says yeah i'm actually uh my name's ludovica oathkeeper oathkeeper i i am or rather i was employed by the by the royal guard um i was one of the guards for princess uh, frina and it was just you know i i'm i'm leaving uh, i just i just quit my job uh, i'm going home for for private reasons for some family business and i i would i would just be so delighted to see her one last time before i before i leave and uh gren uh frowns at that and says yeah yeah i can i can i can see that uh that desire it's i i understand i understand um she she's not feeling too well unfortunately you know she's she's been sick quite a lot um uh yeah and but i can i can see whether she's awake maybe um, uh, i want to do an insight check is he lying to us sure make an insight check oh okay uh they got an 18 plus 220 Mm-hmm. I got twenty six. Uh, three, oh, wow. three plus ten <laughs> is thirteen. <laughs> um, ahoy, you're not sure. Redman and Hedwig. Uh, is is not true what he's saying. It's a it's a ve- it's a kind of a well well trained reply to give, but you can you can kind of. Under that layer, you can hear the insincerity of of his of his voice. So we could, out of character, we could force our way in the front, or we can say, "Okay, we'll come back another time," and then go blow a hole in the wall at the back and go in that way. We can. I can sneak over the wall where she is. Oh, yeah, you you could just walk up to the tower. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm, <laughs> This is what I'm trying to lead to in terms of like, where is she? Like I can just kind of sneak over and just see what she, see what see, see how she's doing. What would what would Hedwig think being a cleric? Would she have any idea about the layout of a monastery? No, I I don't think I would know tons about that. Just because her she was she's the cleric of Storm Giants. I think the the scale and layout would be different. But I think Hedwig would say, "Well, she's not feeling well." I'm a cleric with healing magic, and I'm trained in medicine. I would be, I would be able to help her. Uh, and you see, uh, Gren, who I will retcon has introduced himself to you <laughs> by name. Um, <laughs> such a D and D thing, nobody introduces. Yeah, themselves. we do. <laughs> <laughs> we always say it out of character. And we're like, yes, we know all. <laughs> yeah. Um, he looks at you and smiles, 
and says this is such a gracious offer um I'm very thankful for that. I too am a cleric with healing cap capabilities, and we have several, uh, like, uh, you know, um, several people here that are equally able. Um, and unfortunately, we haven't been there. There hasn't been much that we could do. Um, so your your offer is most gracious, but I'm not sure if you can help. Oh, well, only one way to find out. Let's go. I'm. I, I must. I must say. I'm. A, I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit surprised. This is, is a very sudden thing. You just appear, appear here unannounced and almost like a miracle, right? Oh, your God is great. Hey, let's go inside. I'm hungry. Doo -doo -doo. Uh, and he and he just kind of makes a hand gesture, and the guards. Oh, I high five him then. So what? He he raised his hand like that. So I high fived him. <laughs> Uh, he just he just cocks an eyebrow quizzically, uh, and and kind of with the hand that you high fived, gave a sign, and so the uh, the guards knock on the on the front door in a specific way, and you hear some sort of movement inside, like a mechanical movement. Mm -hmm. Um and Gren, uh, Gren looks at you, Redman, and says, uh, "Let's go of your hand," and says, "I'm sorry, you can't, you can't just barge in here. This is this is a divine place. We 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 can't just. This is this is not happening." How does your God feel about lying? Just curious. Uh, my, uh, I don't I don't have a God. We we are a very special denomination. We don't follow a specific deity. We just uh, we have our own foundations of our belief, and it doesn't. Then what makes this place divine? Well, you, there are there are different there are different beliefs about where divine power comes from, and ours just rests on a less personified source our our belief is founded on change and with all the things that have been happening recently uh we we just felt that there there there's the the change itself as part of of life can, can is is divine in nature so we this is what we are uh looking out for so then you should be good with flexibility. So why don't we change the rules? And uh, you can... May everybody please make a perception check. Okay. Uh, 18 plus 6, 24. Damn, one perceptive person. Oh, God damn it. 6 plus 10, 16. Same. Mm -hmm. 6 plus 10, 16. Okay. Um, Hedwig and... Uh, Ahoy, you can hear... Wait, wait, CD8. Uh, CD8. <laughs> sure, sure. Hey, 14 plus 8, 22. Yay. Okay, so so Ahoy and Hedwig, you hear um, like a, a horse, a horse's hooves. Mm -hmm. um, and CD8 and uh, red, the red man, you can see from behind the the monastery 
um, you can see a rider going away. Towards that garrison that was in yes. the other way? Like, oh, okay. How far away is that uh, rider? Uh, the rider now, as when you when you saw him, let me let me see uh, from where you stand, roughly, I'd say 150 feet. Okay, that's pretty far. I mean, not too far for an arrow. From that's what I was gonna say. Sniper. I'm <laughs> a bit too far from most of my spells. So yeah, like, but unfortunately, Ahoy only hears him, not doesn't see ah him. look they're calling for backup i point to that guy let's get uh-huh. this <laughs> yeah that works i look at lulu i look at lulu and like hey lulu things might get a bit dicey you okay with that bring it on she says great all right take him out all right so i'll do my best kind of cock my arrow and go for it i got no, that's ability check. Never mind. I wanted to use guidance, but that's for ability checks. Sorry. Also, I think this happens too too quickly. Uh, you know, six hundred feet. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, do you wanna? Th- this can be like a surprise attack, ahoy, if you want. Yeah, for sure. Okay, then uh, then roll an attack. Surprise attack is different than a sneak attack, right? That's the same. You yeah, have but I, I would say this qualifies as a sneak attack because they didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> this is, and also you you have advantage. I think anytime there's advantage, yeah. you get. Uh, what what do I Absolutely. get? <laughs> Sorry. So you'll have advantage because they don't see the arrow coming, and also when you have advantage, you get your sneak attack dice. I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so a natural twenty. So I aim oh. to headshot him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sure. His head is now pinned to a tree. <laughs> No, you just, you just roll first. Oh, okay. Don't forget, you also double your sneak attack dice too. Yeah, okay. the d6. So you you double your your damage dice, including your sneak attack. Okay. So you roll two d8s and two d6s. Two, damn. All right. Thirteen damage. With two d8s and two yep. d6s. Plus your dexterity modifier. Oh, plus that. Yeah. Yeah. For, for each roll, for each one. No, 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 just for the the attack itself. Not doubled. Oh. Wait, what? I thought so you... you always add your dexterity to your, your... You're adding damage to your dice roll. You always do. Oh. Mm. Okay, so 16. Okay. Wow, I didn't think he'd survive, <laughs> but he does. Hold on, your dexterity is only plus three? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... You guys rolled way, way better than Rashad did, unfortunately, for his well, uh, correct character. Okay. Well, that was his first attack. Don't forget, you make. Oh yeah, and I have attack, two attacks. Attack yeah. So then I have my second one. <laughs> oh god. All right, Rashad. Um. With advantage. <laughs> yeah, you have advantage. Is it? I don't. I don't know. Is you have advantage. Just... Oh for no, the you round. don't get this. The, you don't get the sneak attack for the second time, but you do no. have the advantage. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, damn it. Oh, wait, plus eight. 18. Oh, did that hit? Uh, that okay, hits. Cool. Um, so then it's just the 1d8. Yeah. Yeah, 1d8 plus three. Plus three. Okay. I don't know why I keep forgetting that. <laughs> and I could make him my favorite foe. No? Or was that too late for that? Uh, that's too late. Oh, okay. 
You have to declare that earlier. Oh, well, just, just two then. Oh, five. With the thing. Five. That is a hit on the, like, that's literally here, 20, 21 HP, and you did 21 damage. So the guy just falls off his horse. Uh, and now please everybody roll for initiative because that is that is definitely a hostile action. What? what? Gonna... <laughs> you just killed a guy. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but he was riding away from us very menacingly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh, I got a one. Ooh. So I'm going on four. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my goodness, I got I rolled eight plus one. Nine. Oh my god, you're all pretty bad. <laughs> we're all super uh, excited, so we're all paying attention oh, to the rest. CD8. Sorry, let me roll for CD8. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, do you oh, add man. anything to this? Dex. Oh. Damn it. So seven and 11, then. Okay. Um, okay. Eight. Um, so I think next up, Hedwig has eight. Mm-hmm. No, nine. Sorry. Nine. Eight plus okay, cool. one. Yeah, nine. Nine. And, uh, the, uh, you other two have four. The red man has four in total. I have yeah. seven. Um, and then okay. CD8 has 11. Yeah. Mm, cool. All right. First up, it is Gren's turn. Um, and he is not amused. He sees you he sees you just like shooting two arrows and he is going to <laughs> um let me let me check very quickly. Um what kind of saving throw this is. I think Redman, you need to do a charisma saving throw. Alright. Charisma <clears throat> saving throw is plus three. So sixteen plus three, nineteen. Okay, 19, that saves. Uh, he was going to cast Banishment onto you. Oh, that would have been hilarious. That would have been hilarious, which uh, means that the red man would be up to one minute in a different plane of existence uh, and just not here. Um, but you saved, so that's good. Um, that is his turn, and he yells out, Guards! Intruders! Mineral, get over here. And uh, with his very booming voice that I'm not going to do because I don't want to yell out in my apartment. Um, <laughs> and next up is said Mineral, who is going to... What you going to do? You hear a window shattering. As... Hmm, how, how quick is she? One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four. Where, where are you guys where you are on the map right now? I guess. Uh, sure. I guess. Okay, cool. Then you see from, from your left side, you see a woman dressed, a human woman dressed up in, uh, uh, in plate armor that is also kind of dark, storming ahead of you with a with a shield and uh no not with a shield with a glaive actually um and just storming at you but she is still a ways away because she yeah she can only do 60 feet right now this is not the princess this is not the princess that is that is someone who looks much more armored than any of the gods 
um and she just she just has her glaive out and is running towards you and um she's gonna uh i'm just gonna see whether 60 feet okay she points at you ahoy who she sees with the the arrow a bow and arrow at the ready uh she is going to cast uh, also a spell onto you and you now i didn't look that up uh, uh you have to do also a saving throw namely a wisdom saving throw please that's a d20 yeah nine Plus your nine. save. It does it That's say? Plus your oh, plus in total. Nine is total. Okay, uh, okay. She casts command onto you, uh, and so she. That means she. You speak uh, a one-word command to a creature you can see within range. There's a saving throw. You can. You can. Uh, th this command is only for your next turn, um, and. Uh, yeah, she she basically says uh, leave to you. So you have to leave on your next turn. So move away from here. Um, that is her turn. Next up at CD8. Well, I guess CD8's mad at her for doing that. She's super armored. Mm -hmm. um, I can't. Wait, when do I leave, though? On your on turn. My turn. So I'm still there with CD8. And I'm still yes. lucid. Mm, yeah, somewhat. Meaning I can speak to CD8. I mean, te technically no. No, technically technically no. Because now you're, the spell is already affecting you. It just hasn't happened yet. I see. Uh, so I can't tell CD8 to do, what to do. So CD8's kind of like on his own. You can, you can. You just have to follow her command. Yeah, that's what I was turn. asking. If I'm lucid or not, can I like still speak with CDA and oh, re reason with CDA and tell him? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You can yeah, do that. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. um, CDA is going to angrily try to charge her, but I will be like, no, CDA, okay. hide. Um, wait till like conceivably come back before you do something. <laughs> um, okay, where's CDA hiding? Um. There are some trees nearby yeah, that I could guess work. Here in the trees. Okay. Cool. Then roll the stealth check, please. <sighs> Seventeen plus fourteen, so whatever that is. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Seventeen plus fourteen. Sounds like a rogue to me. A rogue spider. All right. Uh next up is the guards. Um and so there, there are there are some guards here. Uh, there, there are more, more elsewhere. Uh, and so the two who are uh, outside already are just gonna storm forwards. One is the, one of them into Hedwig's face. One into the Red Man's face. Uh, there is a third one who was on the other side of the door who opens that door and also storms ahead and attacks the Red Man. So first off, the one who attacks uh, Hedwig is going to try to uh, poke you with a spear. Mm -hmm. And oh, rolls a natural 20. That was okay. like kind of it like bounced back. That was very interesting. <laughs> um, 
that is that. And you take two, five, seven piercing damage. All right, then. I don't think I need to Wrath of the Storm him. That was no. <laughs> All right. And then there are two guards uh, in Redman's face. One of them is a 12. That's probably not going to hit. Nope. And a critical failure. So they're bo- they both suck. Losers. Um, yeah. <laughs> and... I haven't even started dancing yet. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there you can also see the footfalls of other soldiers uh, or guards rather making their way towards you but you don't see them yet um and that's their turn next up it's Hedwig okay um in that case um I think I am going to do Thunderwave. Nice. Mm-hmm. I was hoping you were going to do Thunderwave. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> in yeah. front of them. So um, three guards in front of you. That's amazing. Will it reach the guy at the back, the priest? Uh, isn't that fifteen one, feet or two. something? Yeah, it's fifteen. So he's not quite okay yeah. in range. So yep, yeah, I'll do Thunderwave. It's a Constitution saving throw. All right, Constitution saving throw. Their con is not that great. 17, 11, and 5. So one of them passed. Okay. So uh, that's going to be 2d8 thunder damage. Um, and those that fail, so uh, the one that passed will take half, and those that fail would be pushed back 10 feet. All right. All right, so 12 damage. Mm-hmm. Yes. And right. push 10 feet. Um, okay, let's say the people right in front of you are pushed 10 feet. Mm-hmm. I think that makes sense. Um, yeah, the squares don't align perfectly, but mm-hmm. that's the thing with uh, maps. Sometimes it doesn't align. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. But, uh, so 12 and 12 and 6. All right, great. Uh, next up, it is Ahoy's turn, who, yeah, you gotta, you need to run away. What does that mean exactly? Uh, so yeah, uh, the the like <laughs> the very much armored uh, knight. Let's let's call her that. Um, told you to leave. So I would say it makes sense to both use the movement and dash action for Ahoy to move eighty feet away from the from the monastery. Got it. So that's just I'm eighty feet away now. I'm off the map then, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're very much off the map, um, which might work into in your favor since you have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't make a difference. That might work f- work out for you, <laughs> but I don't. I can't do anything else on my turn. Basically, that's that's it, right? No, that's that's like you. You can. I guess you can do a bonus action, but you used your movement and your action to just Got move it. away. So, um, hold on. Use a second. bonus action to make her your favorite enemy. Or your favorite foe. Do I do I need oh, yeah. to use a bonus action work. for that? Is that how that works? Or does uh, it just happen? I forget. Sorry, I, new things. Um, let's say it's a bonus action for now. I think that makes sense. It's kind of like Hunter's Mark, and Hunter's Mark is a bonus action, so that works. Yeah, sure. I will. Um, I'll. Yeah. yeah, I'll use Hunter's Mark as my bonus action. Oh yeah. wait, nope. Mm-hmm. I can't. It's its range oh. is only ninety feet. Ah, and I see. If yeah. I'm 80 feet away from where I was, yeah. then... That's definitely that's like far. 100 feet at least. Yeah. 
Yeah. Then I guess I'll just. But can you do that? You can do that next turn when you move closer, just like ten more feet or twenty more feet, and then you can do it, and that should be fine. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess then I'll just use the. Um, what was it? Favorite foe. Uh, for my as my bonus action. Cool. All right. Next up, it's the red man. All right. The red man has a little laugh as he sees those guys get blown away. And then he's going to start spinning and dancing and he's going to enter his blade dance. So my AC increases by 5 to 21. My speed increases by 10 to 40. And I have advantage in acrobatics checks and plus 5 to all concentration checks. So ridiculous. Such a great feature. It is amazing. So that is my bonus action. My standard action, I'm going to spin, leap, and cast Melf's Minute Meteors. So Mm -hmm. six small fireballs float around me, and I begin juggling them. I point my hand, and two of them fly off and hit uh, this guy. Mm -hmm. So one of the guards, all right. And it is a range of 10 feet, so he and the two people surrounding him will have to make dexterity saving throws. Two. They'll have to make two, one for each fireball. Okay, dexterity saving throws. Um, okay, so the first one, Gren and one of the guards both have... Oh, no, Gren has 18, one guard has 19, and the other guard has 5. Okay. Um, second one, Gren has 16, and the other two guards have 14 and 18. Gren failed one, passed one. One mm-hmm. guard failed twice, and one guard failed one and passed one. All right. All right, so the damage... From Melf's Minute Meteors, as each one does 2d6 fire damage. I'm going to roll them one meteor at a time. The first meteor, uh, the guys who take half damage uh, take a total of three. The one who mm-hmm. takes full damage takes six. All right. The second meteor, where uh, the priest and the guard take full. Or actually, they all take full from this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, is 10. All right. Uh, The two guards uh, that you hit both just get hit by those meteors and don't stand up again. Cool. And then I'm going to use my movement action to uh, do a little jig on the spot and stay next to Hedwig. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Nice. All right. And Um, that's me done. All right, cool. I have four more meteors hovering around me. Nice. Um, next up, it's Gren tur- Gren's turn, and he is going to uh, hold his hand out towards the sky, and you see this column of just red light coming down, and you both need to make dexterity saving throws as he is going to cast Flame Strike onto you. Okay. Good thing Hedwig's very good at this. Dexterity saving throws sounds like Hedwig's thing. I do have advantage because this is a spell attack. Nice. Oh, that's very true. I rolled a 15 plus my dex of 4, so that's 19. Mm-hmm. That saves. Oof. I got a 16 plus 2, 18. Wow, those rolls. Both of, both of them on point. Oof. All right, so you both uh, save, so you take half damage and... Flame Strike is very interesting because it is 4d6 uh, fire damage to which the red man is resistant, mm-hmm. I believe. So I'll take half 
I'll take a quarter of the fire damage, but then it also yeah. does radiant damage as well, right? Exactly. It also does 46 so of radiant damage, and you're just going to take half of that. So the fire damage is, ooh, oh my god. This is 21. I rolled incredibly well. Wow. Uh, so, <laughs> which okay. doesn't matter because the red man takes five, <laughs> and Hedwig takes 10. Mm-hmm. And the radiant damage is 12, uh, 13 radiant damage, half to uh, six. Mm-hmm. All right. I've taken 11 damage now. Okay. And uh, I'm going to put my middle finger at the guy and cast Hellish Rebuke. Ooh, okay. Also, is, that's a, is that an attack or a saving throw? Uh, he needs to make a dexterity saving throw as uh, a flaming finger hits him in the face. Okay, and the flaming finger does hit him in the face because he rolled a seven, and he has, I think he has, a, yeah, he has zero dex. Zero dex, all right. So uh, I'm casting, I have two versions of the spell. One is from my race, and one is from my class. So I will be using the second uh, level version of it, which is 3d10 fire damage. Damn. Right, let's see. Uh, oh, ooh, okay. Uh, 25 fire damage. That's not great. What are we uh, talking about? It's wonderful. <laughs> he disagrees. Um, <laughs> next up, it's Minerals. Oh, uh, wait. I think for effect, Hedwig's going to join in and use oh. her reaction. Okay. So, Wrath of the Storm, in addition to the flying... Uh, uh, flying fire finger Um, Hedwig uh, her eyes glow and she holds out her hammer and shoots a bolt of lightning at him as well is it shaped like a middle finger too because that'd be it is not not. (laughs) (laughs) it's shaped like a stern angry face it's just it's just a regular bolt of lightning and uh, also deck save all right he rolled a 12. Oh, it's a fail. So not that is that going far. to be 2d8. So not nearly as powerful as the red man, but it's still something. Mm-hmm. So that is another 12 lightning damage. Okay. He doesn't like that. Um, wow. Two reactions. That's you're, you're bringing out the big guns today. I like it. I don't like him. <laughs> he tried to banish me. That's very true. I, I understand. I understand why you don't like him. Um, next up, it is the uh, the the uh, yeah the knight. She's just a fucking. Oh, actually, yeah, she's going to move towards you for sure. She's gonna move all. She's gonna use all of her movement to get closer to you. She's still not in range for melee, but she has a short bow and she's gonna use it. Uh, and rolls a critical fail. Fuck her. Uh, <laughs> um, Hedwig, please mm-hmm. um, make a wisdom saving throw. Is this a spell? No. Okay. Wisdom. Sorry. Uh, Are you within thirty feet, Redman? Of who? Of of mineral. Uh, just about. Yeah. Yeah. Then you also need to make a wisdom saving throw. But this is not magic. No. I got 16 plus 9. Okay, you're fine. Uh, I rolled an 8 plus 
charisma is three, so nope. I got 11. No, it's, uh, it's Wisdom. charisma. Oh, charisma. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. Charisma. charisma. The, um, <laughs> wait, <laughs> what? Which one's no, which? No, sorry. I had it the other way around. Uh, no, it is wisdom. I'm okay. No, wisdom. My wisdom is plus seven. So I got eight and seven, 14. Okay. You both. Uh, oh, sorry, eight, seven, is 15. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, nothing happens. It's all good. No, she must okay. have an aura. She's mm. a paladin, I'm guessing. Ah, uh, so. Maybe. Actually, yes, CD8 also needs needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, I thought he's hidden. Does it matter? Uh, it doesn't matter because it's an aura she exudes. Wisdom? Right. Wisdom, yeah. 21. Okay. Mm, it's fine. Um, it's a very wise spider. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and speaking of CD8, the very wise spider it's now his turn. CD8 is going to come out. Dum, dum, dum. Stay where he was. He'll jump out of the trees and charge at this lady. <laughs> right on her. <laughs> awesome. Basically, he's climbing on her back. Um, and as she's yeah. like freaking out, why is there a big spider on my back? He bites her. <laughs> All right. Get her. Uh, 21. Uh, that hits. Uh, all right. So a D6. Oh, I rolled a six plus five, so eleven piercing damage. And then on a yeah, hit, um, she has to do a Constitution saving throw. Okay, Constitution. She rolled a sixteen. That's successful, so she takes half damage. Two D6 plus mm-hmm. four. Yeah. Oh, seven. So half three. Three extra. Poison mm-hmm. damage. Cool. I mean, 14 damage. That's good. It's a good turn. Um, next up, it's the guards. So you can now kind of... Okay, let's do it this way. So you can now see two guards coming from from your right towards you who had been patrolling earlier. Um, and the one who's just right next to the red man is going to... Um, uh, is gonna spear try to spear attack him. Uh, that is a fifteen, which does not hit, and that's his turn. <laughs> Next up, it's Hedwig. So, since CD eight is on top of the lady, I've got mostly area of effect spells, so I don't want to hurt him. Guiding bolt would just hit her right yes he's not in her space okay then yeah because i see cd8 has jumped out to attack the paladin i am going to shoot a guiding bolt at her that is a um attack roll Mm -hmm. so 13 plus 7 uh that hits good (laughs) i was like i hope so <laughs> All right, so that is going to be um, 44 radiant, and the next attack on her will have advantage because she's mm-hmm. very sparkly. So 6 plus 5, 11, plus 2, 13, plus 5, 18. That's a pretty good guiding bolt right there. 18 damage, 18 radiant damage. That's very solid. Nice. Mm-hmm. Any bonus action? Um, 
No, because I think we're doing okay at the moment, right? Nobody's in yeah. danger. Nope. All right. Then, yep. I hold my ground. Okay. Uh, next up, it's Ahoy. You said um, that the next attack on her has advantage? Yes, and correct. Which would also give, you, give you a sneak yeah, attack. Yeah, which gives me my sneak attack. So I'll move 40 yes. feet closer so that I'm now within... Wait, if I was 80 feet away off the map, now I'm 40 feet off the map. You were, you were 100 feet away from her. Uh, so let's say you're now 60 feet yeah. away from her. Um, so I'm 60 feet away from her, and I, that means I'm within range to also use my bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark. Uh, so that gives me yep. an extra d6 of damage. She's my favorite foe, so it's another d6, and then a sneak attack, another d6. And then mm-hmm. I'll use my longbow to attack her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a I have a question, yeah. Rashad. Do you want to maybe use sharpshooter because you have advantage? The thing oh, where yeah, you yeah, subtract yeah. five from your attack. Okay, roll. sure. I'll do that. I'll do sharpshooter too. Okay, then roll with advantage and subtract five from your highest attack. Um, fifteen is your highest attack. Uh, yeah, minus the five. Yeah. Okay, I'm very very sorry, but that doesn't hit. Great. Nine. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have said yeah. anything, but I thought with nope. advantage that's all. So now I lose my sneak <laughs> attack dice. Yeah, on the next on my next second on my second attack. Yeah. Yeah, but the other two still remain. Okay. No, you still have advantage. You, you get to do your sneak attack uh, if you hit. On the second attack. Okay. Oh, yeah, because it wasn't a, a successful hit. So, yeah. Got it. Okay. Sorry, right. so I have advantage. 18. Uh, nope. Oh, it's, hey. sorry. Yes, that, that, that oh, does that, it. Sorry. Whoa. That's on the, on the button. Okay. On the button. Um, so then... Sorry, is is advantage? No, is it? Isn't it just the next attack? So why do you have advantage now this time for the second attack? That doesn't make sense to me. The first attack I I get because of guiding bolt, but the second attack I don't think you have advantage on it. Ah, okay. okay. That makes sense. You get sneak attack because an ally is adjacent with uh, with CD eight, but you don't get advantage. Or we can just say it hits. No, I mean, no, I shouldn't. I mean, the first roll was like a four. So plus, so it was a 12, the first roll. So neither thing hits. Great. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) It's just like, why why was it advantage again? That was just So that's my turn. I'm very sorry, Rashad. (laughs) I feel bad now. Um, uh, next up, it's the. I was like, I was so happy that you used all of the rogue things and all of the new ranger stuff. I was like, yes, yeah, so cool. And I'm gonna get you like ten more damage with sharpshooter. And then like, no, it's why fine. did I it's say fine. anything? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, next up is the red man. All right, um, this guard, he's in front of me, he's still alive, right? Yeah, he's still alive. How's he looking? He's looking fine. He hasn't taken too much damage, actually. The other two got the brunt of the hits. Okay, and how's the big priest looking? He's taking a bit of a beating. Yeah, he's uh, he's still looking fine. Fine. After... Yeah. All right, well, then uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit this area. The area between them, probably. Yeah. yeah. I'm oh, going to yeah. hit that area with a fireball. Ooh. A big one. So nice. they need to both make dexterity saving throws. Yes. 
Okay, uh, Gren rolled a 12 and the god rolled a 5. Okay, well then... The god's gonna die. (laughs) We can only hope. All right, so they take 86 fire damage. All right, Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna roll this. 86 and the plus one from the monstrosity. Yes. All right, so it's 10, 15, uh, 25, 30, 32, 33 fire damage. 33 fire damage. With that, you incinerate the god. And the priest doesn't look great. He's bloodied now. His robes are badly, badly singed. Um, and yeah, he, his eyes narrow as he looks at you. He still remembers that weird high five move you made. He's not happy about that. Well, now I'm going to um, use my bonus action. And mm-hmm. fire two more of my meteors at him. He All needs right. to make two dexterity saving throws. Um, <laughs> uh, he rolls a seven and a four. Okay, they womp, womp. both miss. So he takes 2d6 fire damage from each one. Yeah. All right. Or should I say 2d6 plus one from each one? So let's see. Uh, that's cut. So that's five and a four. So that's nine plus one. So that's 10 from the first one. Mm-hmm. And uh, six from the second one. Okay, cool. All right, and then I'm going to let's see. Is it best to stay back here? I think probably here's a good place because then I can go forward or back if needed. So I'll stay where I am. I've yeah. got uh, two more meteors floating around me. Nice. That's that's a pretty good place to be in. Mm-hmm. And I'm done. Right. Now it is Gren's turn, who doesn't look happy. Uh, he uses his bonus action to heal himself. Uh-huh. Um, so that's going to be 17 points. That's nice. Uh, and he is going to use his attack and cast, try to cast Hold Person on the Red Man, who now needs to make a Wisdom Saving Throw. Wisdom Saving Throw, okay. All right, my wisdom saving throws are at plus seven because I have my cloak protection. So let's see mm-hmm. how I do. Seven plus 12. So that is 19. 19 saves. So nothing happens. Uh, Grand is not lucky today. Banishment didn't work. It really isn't. <laughs> Whole person didn't work. Nothing worked. Flame strike worked, but also not really because you both saved and the red man is resistant. Um, so yeah, well, that's that's him done. Uh, next up is Mineral, who I realized has three attacks per round, not just one. So oh, she could three. have shot you three times last wow. uh, last round, but that's that's on me. Um, and now she's just gonna attack CD8 three times with her glaive. <laughs> What's a glaive? Who's right in front of her? The glaive is like a imagine, like do you know what a naginata no. is? It's it's a large halberd. Okay. Yeah, it's like a kind of a mix between a spear and a imagine a spear, but with uh, instead of like basically an arrow at the end, it's like a sword. Got it. So it's like a big pole arm with a with a slashing weapon at the end. And she's going to attack CDA three times. Uh, I knew it was a mistake to take CDA. <laughs> um, Don't worry, we would all die for him. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's a 13, a 20, and a 21. Two of those hit. Okay. 
for the first time in my life, I can roll D10 t damage dice. It's very exciting. Yeah, it is really exciting. You're like, Wait, so what? Oh. Um, oh, oh, oh. 17. I don't like that. <laughs> so in total, CD8 takes uh, 24 slashing damage. Right. And also takes... Um, 14 necrotic damage. Eh? Okay. Wow. All right. Well, he is obviously bloodied, almost dead. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. yeah. And then as a... Actually, oh yeah, after you... Now uh, he needs to make a constitution saving throw. Constitution? Okay. Yeah. 18. Okay, that saves. Everything's fine. Um, and next up, it is CD8's turn. Oh, shit. He can't run away, right? Oh, yeah. He... Oh. Um, Sorry, what? He can't run away. He can. You can use your... You can, CD8 can use his action to disengage. So uh, that means you use your action to yeah leave a fight without provoking attacks of opportunity. So CD8 can just disengage <laughs> right. and then run away. Yeah, so he's going to disengage and then run back into the forest. Good. Yep. Okay. Cool. He's now going to hide there. Oh, he's going to run there. Yeah, and the small, like, uh, <laughs> wood next to it. Um, he tried. That, yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Um, next up is the guards. There are two who just uh, came up, and they're going from the right, and they're going to shoot short their sh short bows at one at Hedwig, one at the red man. Um, the one that, with Hedwig is a 13, which is going to miss, and mm -hmm. a 20 on the Redman, which is also going to miss. Yep. So that's their turns. That's great. Um, next up, it's Hedwig. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like we do have two pretty big dangers here, but who looks like they're in worse shape of the uh, between the paladin and the, the cleric. cleric what's the paladin yeah. by the way paladin is one of the classes that you can play which is basically like a a godly warrior in a sense okay. uh, so someone who is a very adept at fighting but also can cast mm -hmm. spells and whose source of uh, magic is divine power just like for clerics mm -hmm. like Hedwig is cool that was one of that was the one class when you chose your character when you said you don't want to pick that one because it seems op oh it's basically a mixture of a cleric and a fighter together yeah got it yeah oh yeah all right mm -hmm. i could see how i would say that <laughs> <laughs> but it's literally that was like six months ago seven months ago or something like i don't that, remember so. i don't remember last week let alone six months mm -hmm. ago. <laughs> um yeah so so the cleric looks much much worse Okay. Then it might be better if we can get rid of one and try to focus fire on the other one. Um, in that case, I'm going to cast Shatter on um, the Cleric. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if I can have that also apply to the door. It, it is a radius, right? Yes, it is a 10-foot yeah, radius. Then that's definitely going to work. Okay. 
So that for him is a con save. Con save. Oh, I rolled. I rolled that under my my thing. Uh, it's a seventeen. He passes. So you have to roll, I guess, for the door because I have the note that says inorganic matter has disadvantage. But maybe that means like for that's probably means for like golems and stuff. So yeah, can, yeah, yeah. I would say the door is just destroyed. Yeah. Um. Then one second. That is three d eight. Um. So that is nine. So six and three, and then four, six. Three, four. Thirteen. Thank you. Thirteen halved. Um, and then, nope. Sorry, lightning damage. I get confused because it's called thunderous strike, mm-hmm. and I can push someone, but it's if I deal lightning damage, not thunder oh. damage. Okay, <laughs> okay. So then, unfortunately, that's my turn. Okay. Next up, it's Ahoy. Um, so Hoy is going to resort to spike growth. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to put it centered around. So like around the paladin, basically. Basically. It's a 20 foot radius. Okay. So it's basically around the paladin and it's difficult terrain. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, so. So it's 10 feet in all directions, basically. Basically. And yeah, I guess that's all I can do on my turn. Okay. And I'm going to I'm going to stay where I am. I'm not going to come any closer. Um actually, hold on. Um where am I how am I how far am I off again of the map? Uh, 60 feet. You oh no, not not from the map, but 60 feet away from the paladin. I don't care about the paladin. I'm going to run towards CD8. Mm-hmm. He's the one in trouble. Okay, so, so you are now I'm on the run map. 40. Yeah, okay. So now I'm here basically. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. I'm like 20 feet from CD8 still. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, on the map again! Yay! <laughs> Hello, everybody! Nice. Long time no see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, <there he> is. <laughs> all right. Next up is the red man. All right, the red man's going to point his finger at the cleric, and he's going to uh, snap his fingers, and the toll of Dolores' bells rings in his head. I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on him. That's quickly becoming one of my favorite spells. It's a pretty good spell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he needs to uh, make a wisdom saving throw, which is pretty good for him since he's a cleric. He probably has high wisdom, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, 19. That is a hit, so nothing happens. I mean, that is a pass, so nothing happens. Pass. Okay. That's the thing about right. cantrips. Yeah. However, <laughs> I still do have two more meteors floating around, so I'm going to fire them at his face. He needs to make two dexterity saving throws. Uh, that's a 19 and a critical fail. Okay, the 19, he takes half damage. He will take a, f- a 5 from the half. And then for mm-hmm. the one that he didn't successfully save, he will take 7. Okay. All right. Not going, looking great for him, but it is what it is, and it's now his turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I end my turn, sorry, I'm going to... um. No, actually, I think me and Hedwig are situated in a good spot. Actually, I'll stay where I am. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, on Grant's turn, he's going to use his bonus action to heal himself again. Uh, so 18 points. Okay. And 
then he's going to cast um, Guardian of Faith. Hmm. I'm familiar with this. So a large spectral guardian appears uh, in a point within range that he chooses. And uh, yeah, any creature that is in this space or moves into this space um, must make a dexterity saving throw. Um, and so probably not surprising. Uh, I'm just going to use a, I'm just going to copy a guard thing. Uh, and so he conjures this spectral guardian that has the same emblem as he does uh, on its shield and just has a giant weapon that you both now need to make a dexterity saving throw, Hedwig and the Red Man, because this guardian just appeared in front of you. Is that a spell? That's a spell. That's a spell, yeah. yeah. I got 16 plus 2. Hedwig is feeling mm-hmm. very light on her feet today. Yeah, it's very unusual. <laughs> yes, very. <laughs> for this tanky dwarf. She, I'm I just used that. to getting smacked in the face when I have to mm-hmm. do anything dex-based, yeah. And what's the red man do? Dexterity saving throw. Uh, I rolled a two. Oh, okay. So Hedwig takes ten radiant damage, and the red man takes twenty radiant damage. I dodge into the red man yeah. <laughs> and push him into it by accident. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay, that is that is Gren's turn. Now it's Mineral's turn. Uh, who's just gonna shoot? Hmm, what's she gonna do? With the with the thorny thing, does she see it? No. Okay. Okay, so I would say that she moves for five feet and then definitely takes the damage, but then realizes what happens, but she's just gonna power through this. So it's ten feet. So it's twenty feet of her movement, and then another ten feet. So she's just not not in range. Um but she well, how much damage is that again? 84. No, 44. 44. 44. Okay. Roll that. 10. 10 piercing damage. Uh, All right. And, but she's, oh no, she, oh, she has a glaive, which, which is a reach weapon. So she can actually hit Hedwig three times. Cool. Um, Which she's going to do. That's a critical fail. So many crit fails, but mm-hmm. also a 22 and a 24. Okay, those are both hits. Okay, so we have... Um, we have 19 slashing damage in total. Mm-hmm. And 15 necrotic damage. And you need to make a constitution saving throw. I'm looking very badly, just so people know. I am bloodied. Um, is this poison? Uh, no. No, okay. This is her smite. Oh, it's her smite. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh. Eight plus three. Eight plus three. Okay, so now, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you are you can repeat the saving throw at the mm-hmm. end of each of your turns, but for the next minute, Hedwig is blinded. Okay. So that means you fail any sight-based checks and you have disadvantage on attacks and attacks on you have advantage. Mm-hmm. 
So I have a question. When did that happen? We can just say it was a second attack because I kind of, you know. Because, uh, like, yeah, I was going to Wrath of the Storm her, but I guess if I was blind, I probably... Oh, okay, I see. Uh, no, you can you can still do that. That's fine. After the first one. Okay, so in that one, so it's a deck save at, as okay. usual. Yeah. Uh, that's a 12. <laughs> that is a, a fail. And then so I'm going to use my Destructive Wrath and mm -hmm. max that out. So that's going to be uh, 16 lightning damage, and she's going to be pushed back 10 feet. Okay, 10 feet. Into the thing, right? Yep, back um, into the spikes. Yeah, back into the spikes. So 2d4 yeah. damage. Mm -hmm. Which is, oh God, four. Okay, cool. Um, that is her turn, and now it's CD8's turn. He's going to hide. Oh no, he's also going to uh, spray like a wall of uh, webbing <laughs> yeah. uh, between the trees along Good. the line and in a big circle so that no one can come in and bother him. And then okay. he's going to hide up among the trees. All right, roll a stealth check for CD8. Cool. 24. All right, cool. He's hidden. Next up is the guards who are going to shoot short bows at uh, the red man and Hedwig. And the one for Hedwig is a 17. That is a miss. Which is a miss. And a 10 for the red man, which is also a miss. Uh, so they suck. Uh, <laughs> they're really Hedwig's just... Turn. just they're, they're the stormtroopers there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Hedwig, it's your turn. Oh, I, I don't know. I never hear when you say that it's my turn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I think I'm going to have to use everyone else is okay, right? Uh, I've taken 30 damage, but I'm not quite bloodied yet. Yeah, just because it's a stronger thing, I'm going to use cure wounds on myself because mm -hmm. um, healing word's quite dinky by comparison. Um, so, yep, cure wounds. Ooh, awesome. I rolled a four, er, a four, an eight. Um, so I got nice. max. Um, but I'm still, I'm still bloodied. Mm. Um, cure wounds is an action instead of a bonus action. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'll, um, cast spiritual weapon in front of the cleric. Okay. Because that is a bonus action. Okay. Yeah. And that is my turn. Okay. And that acts on uh, the cleric's turn? No, it acts on my turn, but um, okay. I can use it as a bonus action to attack. Ah, so, I see. so I okay, cast cool. it and then, yeah. Does it mm -hmm. get to attack once when you've cast it? I don't think so, but let me mm -hmm. check. I have like a abbreviated version written down, so let me check. So this uh, guardian that's in front of us, it doesn't get to attack us every round. It only attacks creatures no. that move into that into a space within ten feet yeah. of it. Exactly. Okay. One second, spiritual weapon five e. I might just find out that when you cast the spell, you can make a melee spell attack. Oh, okay, so I can actually attack him. Sweet. Okay, so mm -hmm. I thought. Um, Yes, and then from then on, it can be um, a bonus action to attack. Okay, so then my spectral hammer, yeah, a sh uh, electrified-looking spectral hammer appears in front of the cleric and um, takes a swing at him. All right. 
Mike, so, that's spell attack. Then, oh, cocked. Um, that is nine plus seven, 16. Nope, that's a miss, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Okay. How uh, much damage have we done to this cleric? Because he, a lot. He's taken but a he massive beating. Yeah, he's also healed himself for a total of like 35 hit points or something like that. But yeah, he's no joke. He has a lot of HP. He's like a challenge rating nine foe. So okay. Uh, but I want I wanted to use spellcasters against you. Finally, <laughs> I haven't <laughs> done that like in the first dozen or so episodes. Um. All right. Next up, it's a horse turn. So I'm gonna use my bonus action to cast Zephyr Strike. That um, would break concentration on your um. Hunter's on mark. your hunter's mark. Just so you know. Uh, one second. Fine, I'll keep Hunter's Mark going. Mm-hmm. Um, I rolled an 11 for the attack. I assume that misses. Yeah, that second misses. attack, I rolled uh, 25. That hits. So that hits. Um, so that's a D8. It's a D8 and three D6. <laughs> two D6. Oh, no, two D6. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 18 total. Okay, my turn's 18 done. Total. And pl- plus, the, did you include your dexterity yeah. modifier? Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. she's not looking great. She's not looking great. Oh, she's then I'm going happy. to continue running into here and then ask CDA for permission to enter his web wall thing mm-hmm. and okay. join CDA inside cool. the fortress of webbing. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next up is the red man. All right. Uh, I'm getting a bit annoyed with this uh, this asshole up here, priest, <laughs> and uh, these guys are scratching my nerves. So I'm going to fire off a fireball over mm-hmm. here in the center. It's a range of 20 feet, and they are 15 feet apart. So I explode this entire area, getting the two guards and the cleric. They all need to make dexterity saving throws. All right. Uh, Mineral gets a 19, and the guards get 8 and 3. Who? The cleric's not Mineral. Sorry, it's Gren. Sorry, it's not. Okay. Sorry, yeah. So the cleric got a 19. So he got 19, and the guards take full. All right, so. Yeah. All right, there goes up. 1, 2, 3, 4. Uh, So it's 10 plus 6, and 2 is uh, 10. 18, 18 plus... Ooh, uh, 10 is, uh, that's 28, 28. I rolled two ones, oh. but because of my Flames of Phlegatos feet, I get to re-roll all ones when it comes to fire damage. So I get to re-roll nice. these two dice again. So I'm currently at 28, and I got a 6 and a 3. So that's a number 9. Uh, so that's uh, 28 plus 9 is 37. And then plus one from the monstrosity. That's 38 fire damage. Halved for the cleric, but 38 Mm -hmm. full on those guys. I mean, the two guards are gone. And stay out. (laughs) 19. uh, Okay. Cleric's still standing. Not too great. But he's he's doing okay. I have used all of my third level spells for the day. Mm hmm. All right. I mean, that's, I mean, two fireballs you did a lot. You kill like 
two guards each with that. <laughs> and definitely damage the clerics with uh, the cleric with both of them very significantly. So yeah, the and I th- I would say the the monastery has seen better days. Got shatter and two fireballs. That that like temple part of it is not looking great. I would say that probably the fireballs also blew things out of the wall. So it's not great. Things are starting to burn. Wouldn't it be hilarious if the entire place c- explode or like collapsed and killed everybody inside and we just murdered the princess? <laughs> Including the princess. That would be wah. terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, next up, it is the cleric. Um, you don't have a... you don't, Or did you want to do like a bonus action? No, thing? I'm going to keep my bonus action for defense. Okay, cool. Uh, and Gran is... Has had enough with spell casting. Uh, most of his spells have not worked, either. so <laughs> he's just gonna pull out his trusty maul and is gonna storm at you. Redman is gonna attack you twice with his maul. He's got a maul. He's got a maul. I don't know. Somewhere tucked <laughs> in his robe or something. I don't know. Uh, ooh, that's. That's a natural 20 and an 18 plus 7, 25. Okay. Uh, uh, I am going to use a bonus action to cast shield on myself so that 25 Mm. becomes a miss. However, the natural 20 is a hit. But one thing that's not good for him is that uh, whenever I do fire spells, I am covered in fire. So whenever I take melee damage to a person who hit me, first of all, takes... 1d4 fire damage for touching me. Mm -hmm. So he takes a total of 5 fire damage for touching me. And Mm -hmm. uh, actually, no, that's it for now. Okay. He's so on death's door, but he's just gonna he's gonna give you a lot of damage. Bring it on, mother. Okay. That is uh, 16 bludgeoning damage. How? And uh, and 14 radiant damage. Ow. And uh, that is his turn. So the red man's got Die! four hit points left. Oh, wow. Oof. Having a hard time here, yeah. guys. That's, that's all right. Don't worry. I got, I, I, guys, I got this. It's okay. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, Minrel is, is still in the vines. She's going to get out of there. Uh, yeah, she's going to move out of the vines, take uh, 2d4 damage. Which is 5. Which is 5. She's not looking too great. Um, and she is going to uh, attack uh, Hedwig and the Red Man hmm. with, her, with her glaive. Oh, she's actually going to do it, obviously, with uh, further away because she is she has the glaive. Uh, so she's going to use two glaive attacks on the red man and one on Hedwig. Um, What's her speed, by the way? 30. Oh, okay. So she used 10 feet to uh, get out of the vines. Yeah. And then 20 to 20. move yeah. uh, behind Hedwig and the red man. Um, so the one on Hedwig is, pro- is, a, is definitely a miss. That's like an 11. Okay. And then she has an 11 on the red man and a 22, but I think your shield is still up. Yep, shield is still in effect, so, so she bounces off my shield. Yeah, that's good because... Because uh, I would have hit and I would have knocked me unconscious. Yeah, definitely. And then you can imagine the rage of my friends when their beloved red man <laughs> collapses on the ground. Oh, 
Yeah. CD8 with like 10 hit points, Hedwig with 15 hit points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so Mineral kind of sucks. Uh, and next up it's CD8, who's probably just going to stay hidden. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have a shield to protect him or any armor. So I am yeah. going to. He's going to stay hidden, sadly. Then uh, there are no guards left, so it is Hedwig's turn. Both of them look pretty bad off. The cleric looks to be on death's door. The paladin is a little bit, is like in the driveway, but but definitely on the property of death. So what are we saying about spiritual weapon um, in terms of do I use my eyes for that? I feel like I could see an argument for both. I would say the weapon almost acts... I mean, I was going to say it acts on its own, but it is a melee spell attack that you do. I don't know. Yeah, because uh, it's like, it's there. Um, and I move it, for example. Like, I can yeah. move it places. So You can try flanking with the red man and get advantage. <laughs> well, I can't... I mean, I'm blind. <laughs> Just feel me in your heart. You know where I am. <laughs> I know where you are, but then I'd have to like fill out the cleric and be like, excuse me, sir. Let me get yeah. behind you. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, you can make it, you know, the the attack you do has disadvantage. Yeah, I think that's what that's so what I was just going to do um, is see what happens there. Uh, yeah. It's a pretty high roll, but let's see what happens. Uh, no, it's not going to make it. That's only mm. a 13. Um I can use Thunderwave in front of... I can do Thunderwave. Yeah. That definitely. I don't... Yeah. So I just... Yeah, use okay. Thunderwave in front of me and they have to... Uh, you just blast them. Yeah. Dexterity saving throw, right? Yep. That's an 11. <laughs> Yay. So how do, you, how do you kill this guy? So, well, Hedwig is blind, but her eyes still glow and she... Holds out her hammer and pushes out in front of her in a huge, well, not huge, but a, yeah, um, a visible wave of thunder comes out of her. Just it kind of distorts the air and it blasts both, uh, well, the guard, there is a guard. That's a spiritual guard. That's a spiritual Oh, it's my guardian. weapon. Oh, that's my weapon. No, it's okay. his no, spiritual. It's, it's his guardian. Oh, it's his spirit. Oh, it's his guardian. Sorry. But if, if he dies, it gets blown it away gets too. Blown away. Yeah. 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 So Absolutely. that both, yeah, the, his, uh, his spirit guardian and he uh, get pushed back and I suppose mm. he perishes. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's dead. He In lies. pieces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's definitely lying dead on the floor. Mm-hmm. It's not great for him <laughs> it's not great for him <laughs> it's not great for him um and now you can re-roll your uh saving yes. throw constitution con yeah uh 18 plus three yeah that saves yeah and i cleared out my eyeballs too yeah the thunder <laughs> cleared out my eyebrow- eyeballs yeah. fantastic <laughs> it's a really good turn yeah. got lasik mm-hmm. um okay next up it's ahoy you have you still have the paladin that is about fifteen feet away from you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so that I don't reveal CD8's position, and because I see the red man is about to die, um, I join the fray as CD8 is, uh, always rarely want to do, 
and I jump out of the trees and land with a dagger in one hand and quarter staff in the other Damn. and jump uh, from the, the trees on top of her and okay. um, try to stab her in the neck. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Make uh, two attack rolls with your dagger. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dagger and quarter staff, one each. Yeah. Right? So, the, so the dagger is uh, uh, you can use your dex for. So what does that mean? That means you're probably better with your attack rolls. Oh, really? You what is the dex? You have higher mean? dex than higher strength. Oh, because uh, it's a finesse weapon. Oh, okay. It's just one of use... it's just one difference, anyways. But okay. I for the dagger, I rolled a oh crap, what was it? Nineteen. Yeah, that hits. And then for the quarter staff, I rolled uh twenty. Both hit. Wow. Yeah. Um and. So for the dagger, it is five damage for the dagger. Mm-hmm. And for the quarter staff, it is um, nine. And then for because it's my favorite foe, another d6. All right. Does that count as a sneak attack jumping out of the trees? No. Okay. Cool. And then a critical fail. So just a one. So what was that? Nine plus uh, five is 14. 15. I, I got yeah, that. 15 so total like so far. And then my uh, Hunter's Mark damage yeah. is another D6. Fuck, another critical fail. Um, no. 16 total then. It's enough though. You, you see CD8 is close to death. You see the Red Man is struggling. You see Hadwig isn't too great either. And you're just furious and you just throw away your longbow take your melee weapons jump out and just clobber this paladin to death uh and yeah now (laughs) everyone's dead (laughs) okay yeah wow that was uh intense that was that was quite the fight yeah for our adventurers to explore this monastery that will happen next episode thank you guys so much for playing that was quite the session a lot of things happened that was intense. yeah yeah thanks that was a lot of fun you got it's fired a, up we definitely felt some danger yeah absolutely but the red man was never in any danger well to be fair i also forgot that uh gran is pretty powerful with the mace gran, gran probably could have anyway not don't not, not want to take anything away from you uh i did want to try out the, the spell casting aspect so it was, was nice i got to that means i got to use my shield or like the the bonuses from my shield exactly so that was great um and if people have enjoyed what they've heard alex what's the best way they can support the show uh please give us a five-star rating on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts and if people want to reach out adam what's the best way they can do that check us out at seriouslyhook.com nice okay cool what a session